in the body of Christ, and, and if you've served him for long periods of time, um, there's some things that, that can happen in our life causing disappointment, maybe causing us um, to not really even realizing it's there and that it's affecting us from our, our moving forward with God and believing and trusting. But there's some disappointments that comes. And um, there's, this word, this, there's this word that the Lord had, has given me um, about when the rain comes. And I want to I'm gonna talk a little bit about that, and then we're gonna we got words of knowledge that um, as we were driving to Greensboro Friday, me and my wife were praying, just felt like some stuff, and maybe some of them will be from God, and maybe some of them was the Starbucks I was drinking on the road. I don't know, but um, we're gonna pray for some people. Um, but there's this word that I, I want to to speak tonight, real quickly, and then we're gonna move on. But um, when the rain comes. And we know in the Bible, the Holy Spirit all throughout is kind of um, described in kind of different ways. You know, he, he's uh, described as oil, right? Um, Acts 10, 20, Acts 10, 38, um, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, right? And, and literally that, that picture there is um, anointed with the Holy Spirit is literally taking oil. This is, this is the, the picture here, taking oil, pouring it on your head. That oil's running down your head, and God's literally smearing it into who you are. He anointed him to be the king of kings, to be the Messiah, to be, to be the, the anointed one. And so we, we know that he comes, he comes in different ways. He's water he comes as, as sound as wind. We know in Acts 2 and, and, and 4, he comes as there's a mighty rushing wind that came in that upper room. And there's all these different depictions of how the Holy Spirit comes and, and what he does when he comes. And I want to I kind of talk about the Spirit of God pouring out himself over you, bringing life into who you are, into the words God's given you, maybe into some dreams that God has, has put inside of you. I want to kind of talk about that tonight. And um, we, we know that rain has a, a renewal and rebirthing aspect to it. We, we know the term April showers bring May flowers. Like we know that I used to work in landscaping, so like I knew, I knew when that timing was about to happen when I started seeing the rain come down, and then here came all the flowers. Like we understand that, and um, that rain symbolizes good things to come after, after a bad time. We know when, when the cold and the winter comes, we see the rain. Here it is. We're, we're getting excited. It washes away uh, the, old, the old stuff and, and regrowing Something better comes after rain comes and, and comes upon um, whatever, grass, your life, whatever. The rain of the Spirit, the natural rain as it comes down. And right here, I just want to start in John seven thirty seven. It says, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit whom those believing in him would receive, for the Spirit, the Holy Spirit was not given yet because Jesus was not yet glorified. Here's, here's before the, the upper room experiences happen. Jesus is talking about the Spirit of God that hasn't been revealed yet, but the Spirit of God is, is going to come. And if anyone thirsts, if anyone is, is needing 
something outside of your, your water that we drink for our bodies. There's something that's coming that when it comes, you can drink of this water. You can partake of it, and it will actually bring forth, it says, rivers of living water. Jesus starts talking about the Holy Spirit in different ways of water, of different, different ways of, of when he comes upon you. There's things that will spring up. There's life that will start to, to start to grow inside of you. And I just want to encourage you tonight as I go through this that I believe even as I'm speaking these words and reading these scriptures and declaring this, that there's going to be something that starts to bubble on the inside of you. Because I really want to tonight go after those places in your heart that kind of feel like it needs some water. It needs some Holy Spirit outpouring in those areas because I do believe that there's people in here that God has, has literally put his hand upon you. He's, he's spoken over you. He's given you assignments to do on this earth. But here again, over time, the process of, of walking with the Lord, we can kind of shy away from those things and we can kind of let life in, in different circumstances and things kind of push us away from the things that we know we're really supposed to do and it becomes a dry place. And I just believe tonight, there's some of you in here tonight that God is wanting to do that in your life. Isaiah 44 and 3 says this, For I will pour out water on him who is thirsty. And floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. It says this in Isaiah 55.10. We're just going to talk about the water, the rain. It says, for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent. I'm going to read that last part again. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, and it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sin it. I believe that there's a word to somebody in here tonight. And this is kind of a prophetic message, so we might just, I don't know if we're going to prophesy. Maybe Ryan wants to prophesy. I'll give that job to him. But, <laughs> but I believe that there's, this, this is prophetic to somebody in this room. He's going to bring forth and make it bud. That seed that God has planted on the inside of you. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven does not return there, but water the earth. There's been seed that's been planted on the inside of us from heaven. God sent his word. He sent his prophets to us. He's saying my word will, that, that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I've sent. God is restoring back to his people what the enemy has tried to steal away from us concerning the words of the Lord over us, the seeds that God has planted. I believe, and we're going to read Joel 2 in a second, it kind of talks to us, there's been seed that has been scattered in our life, seed that has been planted in our life, and I believe that those things, the word of God that has been spoken over us, it's going to accomplish, he's going to accomplish it, it's going to prosper, it's going to bring forth fruit in your life, those dry places, God is restoring back to you what the 
enemy has tried to take away from you. Joel 2, 23 says this, be glad. Is anybody excited in here? If you, if you amen me, I'll, I'll know you got it, and I'll end quicker. But if, if it's quiet, I'll keep going. To, it's a bad pastor joke. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floor shall be full of wheat. And the vat shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you the years, listen to me, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten, the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, the chewing locusts, come on, all those things in our life that just comes and tries to take away what God has been trying to pour out in your life, those things that, that have been gnawing at you, come on, Is it, anybody know what I'm talking about? You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God. It says this, it says, who has dwelt wondrously with you and my people shall not be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. I want to say something somebody in here. I love it when it says this, my people will never be put to shame. It kind of emphasizes it a couple times, but financially, we're going to start there. Maybe it's concerning you were supposed to get uh, money that was coming to you, and for some reason it went somewhere else. Inheritances, bonuses, I don't know. Money that, that, that was, was taken from us that we knew we were supposed to get. I believe that, that even in 2020, there's been a lot of words of even financial stuff, and God's been kind of speaking to me about that, but there's been things that have been taken away from the people of God. And the people of God, if anybody needs money, it's probably us because we're always begging for it, right? It's always something. But I, I believe that that wealth transfer, the, the wicked, the, the money that the wicked have, I believe that there's going to be coming upon us a time where there's going to be some real wealth shift, some money shift, that the people of God don't have to beg for money anymore, but there's going to be prosperity. Those things that the enemy has tried to suppress on the people of God, putting a lid on us, trying to contain us, and what we can do, sending missionaries around the world, those things that we're wanting to do, but money is standing in the way. I believe that. Those things that, that your, your son or your daughter needs to get saved, needs to get right with Jesus, your, your husband might need to get saved, your wife needs to get saved, your grandma, your mom, whatever, that those things that stand in our way, we've been praying and we've been believing God forever, and it's like almost you hit a wall every time you pray for it. It's like there's just something standing in your way. You're, you get a word, you're excited, and you go back, you go back to fight for it, and all of a sudden you're like, there it is again. I believe that there's breakthrough coming. I believe that even in this room, I'm telling you, there's breakthrough coming in those areas where it just seems like you can't break past. It says this, my people will not be put to shame. Those things that health-wise, I've been studying about the spirit of infirmity this last week. And, I'm, and I, as I'm looking at this, you know, health-wise, the people of God really get beat up. 
It seems like there's always people in our church that are getting sick. There's, there's mighty men and women of God that are coming down with crazy things. There's, there's all these things that are coming because the enemy is trying to, at whatever cost he can, whatever he's allowed to do to stop us and hinder and, and kind of bring that kind of like, well, I want to believe, but. And this is what the spirit of infirmity does, just what I'm saying here. Infirmity means this, physical weakness and mental weakness. Physical weakness and mental, how many of the people of God that you've talked to that just feel weak? You don't know what it is, but there's just like a, you just feel weak. I've talked to so many people in the church like, man, I just have no energy. I just, I just, like you're zapped, just always zapped, and I'm just, man, I'm trying to get through this. There's a spirit of infirmity that's specifically coming against the people of God to make us that, that joy we're supposed to have, the joy of our salvation. There's like just an oppression from the spirit of infirmity, and it says this mental weakness. There's so many people that have been praying and believing for a miracle for so long, but the spirit of infirmity has come to weaken our faith. It comes to weaken our faith. And I was kind of researching this this week. But there's so many people that have believed lies from a spirit of infirmity that has weakened their faith in believing God for a miracle. Because this is what it says. Physical, mental weakness. And this is the similarities of this weakness. Hesitation. Uncertainty. Indecision. Indecisiveness. Inconsistency vacillation, and fluctuation. How many people are trying to get a miracle from God under, under lies of the enemy to bring mental weakness to our faith and belief that causes us to be that man like James talks about that's tossed to and fro. We're a double-minded man. We believe one minute, and oh gosh, we, we have to, we, we, those lies from the enemy. And there might be somebody right now in this room that there's been, that spirit of infirmity has been trying to break down that mental uh, strength and believing God, just believing who he is, believing the word of God, standing on the word. But it comes and it tries to steal the seed from us that we don't believe anymore. So it causes, like I just said, fluctuation, indecisiveness. We're up one minute, we're down the next. I believe that this has probably been something that's happened to people more than what we've, we've realized even in the church. But I believe that, that even tonight, there's somebody in here you're dealing with, and it's just like this mental mind game. Have you ever been in a, in a mind battle? You've been, you're just like, you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. You believe, you don't believe, you, you believe, you don't believe. I believe that tonight, those lies and, and that, that spirit of infirmity shutting its mouth over us in Jesus' name so we can have faith to believe what the word of God says over us, amen. Hosea 6, 3 says, let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and former rain to the Lord. He will come to us like the rain. The Spirit of God breathing upon us, the Spirit of God pouring out water on our lives, and I promise you, I'm going to get to this Mark 4 right now, but I'm, I'm telling you, if you will just receive tonight that outpouring of God's rain upon you, 
those dry, those, those barren places. God's wanting to bring life to his people tonight. I was in my office, and I was praying, and, and you know, sometimes, Ryan, you probably do this, you're just praying, and you're, you're asking God, like, you know, just different questions. <laughs> you don't really, you're just kind of like scattered, you're all over the place. And I was kind of asking him about certain things when it came to rain and, and seed, time harvest, we, like all these kind of things that we know from the word of God. And it's rare that the Lord has spoke a book, chapter, and a verse to me in my prayer closet. That just doesn't happen to me. He's like, Romans chapter 7. Like, that just doesn't happen to me. If it happens to you, maybe you can lay hands on me and I get that anointing or whatever, but it just doesn't happen to me. But I was in my office and I heard the Lord speak to me, Mark 4 and 26. I was like, okay. I'm sorry, I'm not a Bible scholar. I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not like my dad, a walking Bible, so I don't, I have to go and look to see what <laughs> Mark 4 and 26 is. But it says this, says this and he said the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and he should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow he himself does not know how for the earth yields crops by itself first the blade then the head after that the full grain in the head but when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. And that was, it's such an interesting verse to me from the Lord. I was like, okay, I understand that. I understand that a, a, a farmer, he, he plants seed. I get that. I get that the earth does what it does and it brings rain some days and some days it brings sun and I know that there's this process that takes place to bring forth the grain or whatever they're planting, the, yeah, the grain. I understand that. I get that. So the farmer, he's going out and he's going, okay, a little bit more. He comes back out. The blade, I see the blade come up. A little bit more rain, a little bit more sun. He comes out again. He sees the head starts popping up. He comes back again, and then he sees the full grain come into come into fruition and, and there it is and I'm going okay God but how, what does this have to do with with what I'm, I'm asking you about and he said this is what he spoke to me and this is this is how we're going to transition to the next part of service he spoke this to me he said just like that seed had been planted by this by this farmer I've planted seeds in my people now listen to me I planted seeds in my people in forms of dreams, in forms of promises, in forms of callings and anointings. And my people saw it in the field, just like this farmer. He came back every day. Boom, it's growing. Boom, it's growing. He said, this is what he said. He said, and my people went back to the field. And they didn't see anything there. So they wait a couple days, and they go back to the field, and they don't see anything there, okay? They wait a couple weeks, they go back to the, that field where those seeds are. Nothing's there. And I, I heard the Lord go, month, year, years. And he told me this. 
He said, and because of disappointment, my people stopped going back to the field. How many of us in this room, you had those seeds planted, you were excited because it was a prophetic word, you were excited because you knew God was just going to come through in a week. Do we understand there's a process in serving God and, and words especially? I don't know how many prophetic words I've gotten, Pastor Ryan, I'm like, oh, next week I'm going to save the world. You know, it's just, it's just, it doesn't happen like that often. You get this big word and you're like, man, this is it. Revival in the high schools, you know, you get these big words and we're, we're saving all, this, all the students. And you have the same 50 kids show up that had been showing up. You're like, man. But if you're not careful in believing what God has spoken to you, you'll stop going back to the field. You'll, start, you'll stop praying over those things that God himself has promised you. And you'll let those things go dormant. And you will see it lying there. And this is the coolest thing because this kind of ties in what I'm talking about. There was, there was a desert land. Do you remember what it was? There was a desert land. We all know the desert. There's no rain. There's no, you know, just doesn't have water often. But there was this desert land. I want to say it was like in Arizona or something like that. Dry land. All you could see was the, the red dirt, you know, just it's a, it's a desert. But at some point, there had been, um, I think they said birds that had traveled over this desert, and they had their mouths full of seed. And as they were flying, some of the seed fell out of their mouth, and it hit the ground of this, um, this desert land. So birds migrating, birds going, seeds dropping out on this desert land. So the seeds had been in the soil, had been on the ground. There was like a historic thing that had happened that there was a rain that had come on this desert. And when the water came on these dormant seeds in the ground from years gone by, and when the rain hit these seeds, the most beautiful purple flowers covered this desert land. These seeds had been in the ground for years. This land had not seen any water. But it only took one outpouring of rain upon these seeds in dry ground. To bring forth, the, I promise you, I was going to send the picture to you because it's beautiful. It's just a desert with beautiful purple flowers in it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. How many seeds are planted in the ground? How many prayers are are planted in the ground? How many prophetic words are planted in the ground, even for this region? I mean, I'm talking, there's, there's seeds planted, but there's God's waiting for a people that would keep praying and believing until that water came out to those dry and barren lands where the seeds are dormant and the rain comes and something starts to grow and produce that we've been believing for. 
I promise you, there's probably, there's probably so many words over this place that have not come to pass. But I'm telling you, when you start pressing in, you start believing that those things that we've heard about, those moves of God, those times of revival, those outpourings of miracles, signs and wonders like we've never seen, he's going, how much do my people want? Can they keep pressing? Can they keep going back to the field when there's nothing there? Can they keep going back to the field when all they see is dirt? I want to encourage you tonight, whatever that looks like for you. I don't, know what, I don't know what that is for your life. I don't know what that looks like for you. But I promise you, all of us in this room have some seeds in a field somewhere that we stop going back to look to see if anything was growing there. There's some prayers in our life. There's some, there's some just things that we're needing God to do so, so desperately. God is saying, press in. Keep believing. Keep asking. Keep believing that rain is coming and it's going to grow something. It's going to do those seeds that have been in the ground. I promise you. I promise you. Tonight, if it's somebody in here and you've been needing a miracle for a long time and maybe you've been going to healing service after healing service and maybe even tonight you said, why? I'm not even going to go because I've been going. I haven't received it. Maybe it's one of those, one of, one of those seeds that you just, you're going, I, everybody else is getting healed in this place except me. I mean, you know, whatever it might be, God's wanting to come and he's wanting to pour out tonight. He's wanting to pour out tonight. He's wanting to pour out tonight. Go back to the field. See if there's anything growing. If there's not anything growing, call out for rain. It says he'll come to us like the rain. He'll pour out to us like the rain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, I hope that encouraged somebody in here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Um, where's Grace? Come back up. Give me some more of that organ or whatever it was, not organ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So, is there anybody here you're believing for anything? You're believing for anything? I see hands. I see hands. I see hands. Anything. Necessarily have to be for healing. You're believing for it. So, Close your eyes. Close your eyes. If you would just stretch your hand over here to Ryan and Holly. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Even as I was preaching and, and talking about those seeds and those prayers, um, I really feel like over you guys that you're about to come into a time of, of some real surprises. Some things that God has, has spoken to you, and I know there's things that you haven't seen come to pass yet. There's some things that you're even believing for. There's even some things that you haven't told people uh, of what you're believing for, but you're believing for it because sometimes it seems so big that you don't even want to tell the people in your church what you're believing for 
But I really believe for you that you're about to enter into a time where God's about to send out some rain on some of those seeds, and you're going to see some real, some real big things um, start, start to come alive beyond what you're seeing right now. Invitations beyond what you're seeing right now. Money and provision beyond what you're seeing right now. People, I believe, even I was praying today, I feel like there's somebody um, that's coming for you that is going to help you financially. I don't know who they are. I don't know if they're here or not. I don't know if they're, I believe they're coming though. There's somebody, they're going to hear your heart and what you're doing and, and the things that you're wanting God to do all around the world, missions, traveling, and I believe that they're really going to be a huge backing for you. And you haven't, you've had people backing you, you've had people um, blessing you and sending you, but I believe there's somebody in particular that God's about to bring, come on somebody, God's about to bring and really make it easy for you to do the things that's inside your heart. So God, we call forth, God, the rain on Ryan and Holly. <laughs> God, you know, you know, you know. You know those things, God. You know those things that they haven't even told anybody. Maybe it's you, you talk about it in your car while you're by yourself, when you're in your bedroom at night while your kids are in a different place, and you go, man, I'm believing for this. Man, I wish I could just tell somebody this because I believe that the, there's some things that really will come forth this year in Jesus' name. I don't know who that is, but when you meet them, tell them about me. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. 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 Just keep your eyes closed. Just if you pray in the spirit, I don't know what will happen, but I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, no other name. Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 No one like you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Be grateful. Be grateful. Thank you, Susan. Just keep your eyes closed. Miss Susan. I'm sorry, I didn't know your name. <laughs> I knew you as Miss Phillips. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just, even this past week, I, I saw you in my mind. I feel like the Lord spoke some things over you. But I just believe. Hallelujah. <laughs> I just believe. I just hear the word joy. And when I first saw you, I, the, I, I felt like the Lord said he's seen every tear you cried, and that might not make any sense to you at all. You might be a very happy person, I'm not sure. But he's seen every tear that you've cried, 
but he's seen you and he sees you and there's something coming to your life I don't know what I don't know if it has to deal with family or what but he's wanting to lose joy upon your life the enemy will no longer be able to steal any bit of that in your life in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name come on he's seen every tear in Jesus name in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. But he wants to pour out his oil of joy over you. In Jesus' name. 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 That's right, if you have anything to just come on, brother. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If you would, just kind of lift your hands. Just right where you're at. God, we worship you. We thank you. Speak to us. Speak to us. We thank you, Lord. 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 We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. 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 Worthy, 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 Jesus. Worthy, 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 Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. What's your name? What's your name? Faith. Okay. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Faith. I like it. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for faith that has faith. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's highlighted you, but I don't know what. I don't know what to say to you yet, so I'm just going to keep saying thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You know when you, 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 you yeah, you know, you're like, God has something to say to you, but I don't know what it is yet, so I'm just going to say thank you, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Is your parents here? Hey, how are you? <laughs> What's your name? Cheryl. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. If you just close your eyes and, and just stretch your hand out over here to faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you. God, that what you say over faith.
is that you're putting an anointing of breakthrough over her life. Because what she does on stage, she does in her room. And she carries weight and anointing and authority every time she gets up because there's something genuine upon her life. There's something authentic upon her life that I believe, I don't know where you live, but I believe even if you're in an obscure place or you feel like I'm just out here in the middle of nowhere, I believe that God's opening doors for you because of what, <laughs> where do you live? Oh, she's the one from, okay. Rutherfordton, yes, you are in the middle of nowhere. But I just feel like God's going to start really <laughs> using you in an area of breakthrough in your worship because it's so genuine, it's authentic. And God, I just believe God's opening doors. How old are you? 18. What do you want to do with your life? Worship. It's the million dollar question. What do you want to do with your life? I'm 18. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. So you want to do worship. Well, God, in the name of Jesus, God, you know the desires of her heart. I pray in Jesus' name, open those doors. Put her in contact, divine connections, in Jesus' name. Put her on platforms, God, that the people are needing breakthrough. And because of that genuine, authentic passion for Jesus Christ, many will be set free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, give her songs. Give her anthems, God, for her generation. Songs of breakthrough. You should write a song called The Breakthrough Song. I don't know. You don't, that wasn't from the Lord. That was for me. I have to clarify sometimes. It wasn't the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, 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 Jesus. Pastor Ron, you got anything else? I'm going to do some words of knowledge and stuff here. A couple things. Um, it's Maria, right? And didn't your mother just recently pass away? You've just been on my heart going worship and, and that. And uh, I just want to pray for you. You don't have to stand up or anything, but I just want to pray trauma off of you. Because we are supposed to grieve, and that is healthy to grieve. But when something like that happens, trauma can set in, and it, it, as it can be unhealthy, especially from the evil one. So in the name of Jesus, I just command trauma to lift off of you in Jesus' name. Your mother is perfectly fine. She is perfectly safe. She's never been more happy in her whole life. <laughs> She's doing well. She's very well. So I just command that trauma to lift off you. And the Prince of Peace, thank you, Lord. The Prince of Peace, just settle on Maria in a beautiful way. I thank you for this sweet woman of God. Just touch her, God, in those deep places. Like Tyler was talking about the, of disappointment and things. Just touch her there. Bring the rain and healing. In Jesus' name. It's funny, before you were speaking uh, your word, I was sitting here and uh, doing worship, and God was telling me about, kept saying, deliverance, deliverance, because I want you to do some deliverance tonight. I'm like, oh boy, all right. And uh, then you started talking about the spirit of infirmity. 
I'm like, okay, well, you're making it pretty clear what you want. So uh, if you struggle with, can you give that description again for them for the spirit of infirmity? So it's, it's physical weakness and it's mental weakness. And um, that specifically causes you to have uncertainty, um, being indecisive in your believing, vacillating, back and forth, fluctuating. Um, and, of course, physical attacks against your body that. So if you feel like that's you, I'd like you to stand up. And if it's multiples, that's great. We can have a mass deliverance. Amen. Jesus did mass healings. We can do mass deliverances because he's just that good. Amen. So if you like that, you struggle with maybe feeling fatigue. You're just, like you said, you feel so zapped all the time. You have no energy. And there's no reason for it. You're, you're, you're healthy. You're, you, the doctors say there's nothing wrong with you, but you just feel like you're just zapped. It could be spiritual. I actually was talking about this this morning a little bit. It could be a spiritual thing. Uh, if you're feeling, uh, you know, other symptoms like he mentioned, you know, just mental anguish and uh, just aches and pains and things that just don't know what, where they're coming from or what's there. I'd like you just to stand. We'll just command that spirit to leave you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That was good tag team. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So I just, I, uh, we are not to mock or make fun of spirits because the Bible talks about that, you know, like we don't make fun of things. Like even the, even the Archangel Michael, when he came, he said, the Lord rebukes you. But at the same time, I just want to give them their proper place and position. And their proper place and position is under your feet. Okay? And it's like, it's the word spirit is the word for breath. And so they're not these big, huge, gooey monsters that are going to try to scare you all the time. They just use intimidation tactics to make you feel like they're huge and they're really small. They're really small, like a breath, okay? And you have absolute dominion and authority over them in Jesus' name. Not partial, not sometimes, not when you feel like Holy Ghost goosebumps. You have authority over them all the time because Christ is in you all the time. So I'm going to pray and rebuke it, but I want to tell you, it's going to leave, but it's also going to try to return because the Word of God says it's going to try to return. And then you have to open your mouth, and you have to speak to that thing and say, no, in Jesus' name, I see you. I command you to leave me in Jesus' name. Okay? So be, be prepared. It's going to come back. It will try to, but it doesn't have to stay unless you let it. Okay? You have authority. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I take authority over that foul demonic, stinky spirit in Jesus' name that has caused my friends here, my family to feel fatigued, feel tired, feel zapped, lack of energy, lack of passion, lack of motivation, just lethargic, just just don't want to do anything but lay on the couch and watch Netflix or whatever. God, I pray for vision to be restored in Jesus' name. I command these foul demons to leave right now. Go now in Jesus' name. I command you to go to Jesus and he'll deal with you the way he wants to. Be free in Jesus' name. You are not called to be demonized or to be tormented. You are called to be sons and daughters of God. So I just bless you all. And those that were too nervous to stand, I bless you too. In Jesus' name. With shalom, peace of God. You have authority in Jesus' name. There's more authority in your little pinky to take care of this than you even can understand. So when you feel these things come back, just ask the Holy Spirit, is that a spirit? And if he says yes, you speak to it. In the name of Jesus, I command you to leave me. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Holy Spirit, I ask you now to fill them up. Any place those demonic spirits had residence or place, I ask you to fill them up with your presence, with more of your presence, with more of your peace. In Jesus' name. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Maybe singing, Pastor Ryan, could it really be that easy? Yes. You don't always have to have this big, wild manifestation, okay? Um, and we don't want that to happen anyway. If it does, we'll take care of it. But I'm just, the devil tries to make himself look big by embarrassing you or hurting God. And that's not what God wants, amen? He wants to protect your dignity. So uh, before uh, we pray for some more, um, spirit of fear, okay? Does anyone here would admit that you're really battling with something that you think it might be a spirit of fear? You might have thought, well, that's just the way that I am. That's just the way my grandma was or my mother was. But you can ask the Holy Spirit. If you don't know, just ask the Holy Spirit in your heart. Like, Holy Spirit, is that a spirit of fear that's been bothering me, you know, all this time? Just ask God that. I'm telling you, when the spirit of fear leaves, it's a good thing. <laughs> oh, man, peace is great. Fear is tormenting. Amen. Just ask the Holy Spirit. If you feel like you need to be free from a spirit of fear, just stand up and we can take care right now as family. Amen. As a family. Amen. Just close your eyes and ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, do I struggle with a spirit of fear? And if you do, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in it. Praise God. Jesus bore your shame. Thank you, Lord. Thank you guys for your honesty. God knows. You don't you might not know, but God knows. There's more than that. Come on, somebody. I'm just telling you. Do you want to get free or not? Do you want that fear to be your cousin? To be your family member, your neighbor? Well, you can keep it if you want to. <laughs> Amen. Just hope you don't want to. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for the authority that we have in Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I bind that spirit of fear that's tormenting your children, my friends, my family here. I bind it. And I thank you, Father. You said whatever we bind on this earth will be bound by heaven. All the forces of heaven are backing up this prayer. And I command it to leave you right now in Jesus' name. Fear, go. Go. Go, go, go. Leave. Go, all of you here in the middle on the left. Go, in Jesus' name. Go. Yes, Lord. Whew. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you that are discerning might have just felt that shift, that shift. What that shift is was spirits leaving. Praise God. They have to, right? They have to, because Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Now, Holy Spirit, again, I ask you to fill up my friends more. Your Holy Spirit, more, Lord. More, Lord, boldness, confidence in their calling, in their, in their equipping, in your calling. Fill up more, Lord. Fill them up. Fill them up, yes. Someone might have told you, well, that's just your personality. 
That's just how God wired you. And God said, no, it isn't. I didn't give you a spirit of fear. I gave you power, love, and a sound mind. I didn't make you timid. He said, Paul said to Timothy, God didn't give you a spirit of timidity or shyness or quietness or like your voice doesn't matter. Yeah, your voice does matter. And God wants you to use it. So I just bless you now in Jesus' name. I ask God that you would pour out on them boldness. Show them their true personality in Christ. The true reality of who you say that they are. And not who the world has told them that they were. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Aaron, do you want to come up here? We have a guest here from China, right? All the way from China. He's going to share a testimony with you guys where we pray some more. Praise God, no limp. <laughs> Praise God. Good to be here. Um, we've been in China for about three and a half years. God's been doing a lot of different things, but I, I can tell you one thing, it's not been easy. Um, I've been injured more than I have in the three and a half years than in my whole life. Um, but through it all, um, I really felt like I needed to come here because I knew this was a place of healing. And, um, you know, I know your pastor doesn't take that lightly, but but I feel the Lord would say unto this house, this is is the, the call in this house um, to bring healing. And, uh, to, you know, you've said you've been doing these services for X amount of years, and just be encouraged to just go with that. But um, several months ago... Um, I was just kind of being silly. We were out camping with some other um, missionaries, and um, I just climbed up a tree like I, I would as a kid. And um, and then I, when I was climbing down, I had to kind of kind of reach down with my leg, and and I just felt like um, just a little I don't know how to feel it, just like a prick or in the back of my my knee. And I didn't really think much of it. But as days progressed, I knew there was something not right. And, um, you know, uh, I knew that just from reading that, you know, I had torn or, or, or a tendon, but it just progressed where another tendon snapped. And um, I didn't feel any kind of pain. That's what's crazy about it, because usually when you have that kind of injury, you're in serious pain. And... Um, I already have another injury on this arm um, that really made things difficult with my work. I work there, and uh, when I reviewed what online what this kind of injury would would take, it would take me out for six months or more. And I just I just said to my injury, I said, I can't be out six months. I cannot. We'll have to leave China. I, I just and so. 
you know, I did everything I could. I prayed, I, I fasted, um, but sometimes we need, we need help. We can't do it alone. We do face battles alone, but there's times when we need our brothers and sisters. And I also believe there's certain places that have a certain anointings. That's why we need the body of Christ because, you know, my church is the ark. And we, there's an anointing on our house, but, and, and God flows through that. But in the same way, God flows healing through this church. And so, um, anyway, so I messaged your pastor, and I said, this is what I'm dealing with. And um, I think he messaged, and just how things are there, it's just hard to communicate. And so I finally get the message several days later, and he said, just put your hand on your knee and declare it to be healed. And so I did that, and um, I went to work, and I had a brace on my knee, but the knee just kept, the brace kept on falling off. I said, okay, I'm just going to take it off. And um, I, you know, even just what we just prayed for, that I, I have had to continue to speak over my knee because, you know, I do anything, and, and then there's this little, you know, something, and I have to just say no. No, you know, I don't accept that as, as an option. And so um, I am being healed. And then um, something I, I want prayer for is this arm. Um, I went to the surgeon, and the surgeon said, I don't think you're going to have full extension of your arm. And I told him that I believe God's going to heal it. And he laughed at me. And, um, and I'm still believing there will be a day I'm going to walk in his office and say, this is what God has done. Um, but um, pray for us because um, it's not easy. And... Um, I think sometimes people think that missionaries are super people. We're not. You know, like our ministry is friendships that we make. My wife's one of the main ministries is a cleaning lady. It comes four times a week in our house. When she first came, spoke no English, and my wife speaks very little Chinese. But there's something going on there. But that's what we're called to do and be, to be friends with people in China and minister. We're not no Billy Graham that's speaking in front of 100,000 people. No. We're just like you and where you are in your place in life. God has anointed you, equipped you for that place. But it's not easy. I would be lying to say it was easy. But I wanted to come here and, and give God the glory because he deserves it all. And uh, we need to be encouraged to, to, just as was said earlier, that, that you know, the anointing, you know, of this much of God is like, you know, I, I continually think about how, of creation. And, and my son said something about the other day. He said, God created something out of nothing. But then I had this revelation that's not true because when God spoke, it was His power released. It, was not, it wasn't something out of nothing. His power was released. You get that? I mean, the creation didn't just happen like that. It was the power of His release that 
made what we know of creation. Anyway, so I just wanted to honor God for what your pastor has and what this church carries. I really needed to come here, and I, I just felt like it. And God, you know, I never, a couple weeks ago, I wouldn't even know we were going to be here. Um, but things have happened as they have, and we're here for a few weeks. So, anyway. Amen. You want to share words of knowledge? We're going to pray for him. I'm not going to forget. We're going to pray for you. Tom, do you have anything in your heart? share a couple of words of knowledge, knowledge and if that's you we're gonna pray for you and if, like I said if not <laughs> we'll try again but um obviously if you're in this place and you have any type of disease um you have cancer or anything we're gonna pray for you if you have um any tumors in your body we're gonna pray for you if you have broke ribs we're gonna pray for you sister g's got some broke ribs back there so she you're going to the doctor tomorrow right or x-ray okay well in jesus name it's gonna be good um so obviously the first one I had down that um, me and my wife felt was disappointment. It's not necessarily healing, but it's, it's needed as well. Disappointment. Um, I have right shoulder, specifically to the back, back here. Your del- I guess that'd be your deltoid, something back here, um, or just shoulder pain in general. Um, hip problems. If you have any hip problems. Um, stomach pain, and it could be from food or food allergies. Um, you don't, you can't digest properly. I want to pray for you. Um, skin infection. I don't know if anyone in here is dealing with a skin or getting over a skin infection, but if you have any type of skin thing going on, we want to pray for you. Um, ears and hearing, possibly specifically your left ear tell a quick testimony. I had a young boy that was, uh, had a full ride to go to military school, and um, he went to take his test. He failed it because he realized in his left ear, he only had 30% hearing in his left ear, and so he lost his scholarship. He couldn't do what his dream was to go to um, military school, and one night in youth, and he's telling me this, and a lot of you guys are in there because we celebrate together, but um, he came to me and goes, and I, so I just don't know what I'm going to and I'm like, well, I know what we're going to do. We're going to pray, you know. And so um, that night in youth, we prayed over his ear. When I laid hands on his ear, his ear popped. And when his ear popped, he was absolutely freaking out. He's like, what is going on? And I said, I'm going to pray again that you're, you're hearing, you'll feel the volume come up in your ear. So we prayed one more time. And immediately he doubled over crying and going, there's no way. There's no way. You know when someone really gets healed, like, there's no way, because they know something's happened. His volume in his ear came completely up. He went to an ear specialist two days later. They checked his ear out, and what he had um, previously lost a scholarship for, they did all the tests, all the scan, what, you know, all the things, and it was completely 100% normal. But military doesn't usually give scholarships back and say, well, we're going to pray in Jesus' name that you're going to get that back. We prayed he got it back, plus they gave him money beyond that. And so if you have hearing issues in this place, we want to pray for you specifically, possibly the left ear. Um, 
lower backs, and I have in parentheses left side. So if you have some issues coming from specifically left sides, and then I want to talk about nerve issues um, from possibly your back going into your legs. You might have numbness. You might have, um, I think sometimes like a burning sensation with with uh, nerve issues. Um, quick testimony: We were in in Florida preaching at a conference this past year, and a lady had excruciating nerve pain going down into her legs, and it just constantly um, was affecting her, and we got an email back a week later after that conference, and um, she, that was gone, and she had some type of issue with her face, I don't remember dad, something with her face swelling or something like that, that got healed too, so if you have swelling in your face, come on up, to, <laughs> that's for you too, um, uh, da, 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 da. um, And I want to say this too, connected to hip problems. Um, if you have legs shorter than the other leg, this past year we saw so many legs grow out. Um, I think every leg we prayed for grew out, and those issues were gone. So if you have that, those problems, um, I'm going to say this too, and I don't have this down. If you have metal in your body that is causing you issues in your body, I've seen several times God turn metal into whatever he does. Um, when we were when we were preaching at this conference, there was a lady that was in a car accident. She had metal down her whole neck going into her shoulder. And she couldn't lift her arm up and she couldn't move her neck or anything like that. And um, she came up that night for prayer. No range of motion, kind of like you're talking about getting that range of motion. She had no range of motion. Um, the metal was kind of constricting her. And um, that night, I don't even know what happened. I don't even know what happened. I didn't lay hands on her. I just, I told her about a rotator cuff that got healed. And as I'm telling her this testimony, her arm by itself starts going. And it lifted completely up. And she's like, what in the world? And she started moving her head around like this. And she started doing this. And she hit the ground. I was like, well, thank you, Lord. I don't know. But later, she got off the ground. And she was swinging, moving her neck. You're not supposed to do that with metal holding everything together. They literally had to put, what was it, Dad, to keep her head on her, her shoulders, had to put a metal to keep her head on her shoulders. She was moving around, and um, another, uh, actually, guy in her church had some nine screws in his leg, um, could never, could never bend down on his knee because it was so, his, his kneecap was a metal thing, excruciating pain. Um, felt, you could see the screws coming out of his kneecap. You could feel them. And we prayed for his, that metal to leave so he can move and he can do what he's supposed to do. And as I'm praying for him, his leg went, and the, the screws couldn't feel anymore. Called his wife over and said, would you know you know where these screws are? Oh, yeah. I was just feeling them yesterday. I can feel all the screws. She puts her hand feeling it. There's no way. You know when people get healed, there's no way. There's no way. Um, and his leg grew back after that. So that was cool. So... Um, God's moving. God's about to touch you tonight. Um, in Jesus' name. And the last thing we had sinuses. That was my wife. She had sinuses. If you have sinus, why? There's people dealing with sinuses even right now in wintertime. It's not cool. So if you, you have allergies, you have sinuses, we want to pray for you in, in Jesus' name, clearing that up. Pastor Ryan. Ryan, do you have anything too? Okay. All right. That's you guys. If you had any of those issues, you can go ahead and stand up. Also, um, I had a, a feeling that someone here might have pain in your knee. 
you're having knee pain. I had this before, Aaron, before you said that. So, you, so I thought you were already totally healed. So you can stand if you want to on that. But I definitely felt knee, knee pain. Uh, God wanted to heal that too. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This is going to be fun. All right. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Tyler, you want to pray? Hallelujah. Well, if you would, if you're standing up, just lift your hands right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just going to pray a mass prayer again over you guys. And I believe whatever uh, that pain, that issue is in your body, I believe you'll feel warmth, you'll feel fire. Run through that spot. You'll realize pain's gone. Mobility will come back. Your back being healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So, Father God, right now, I thank you, Lord, that this is the price you paid, taking stripes upon your back for us so that we could receive healing right now in Jesus' name. So, God, I take authority over every sickness, any disease in this place, every bit of pain, discomfort in these bodies, Ears to open, eyes to see clearly in Jesus' name, sinuses to open and stay open in Jesus' name, bones to be healed right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you that healing is our portion. We're the children of God. It is our, it is our right. It is our bread. This is what belongs to us as sons and daughters. We don't have to fight for it. We don't have to beg for it, but we receive it right now by faith. Father God, when you went to the cross, you've left nothing undone. There's nothing else you need to do for them to receive it right now. Right now. So I rebuke pain, command you to leave these bodies, any spirit of infirmities. Like Pastor Ryan was saying, leave and stay gone in Jesus' name. I command your bodies to be healed right now. To receive right now. To receive right now. To receive right now. Lord, we thank you for healing the flow right now. I pray for fire right now in their bodies. I pray for fire right now in their bodies. Fire right now in their bodies in Jesus' name. Burning out every symptom. I even rebuke lying symptoms right now in Jesus' name. Lying symptoms right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, receive, thank Him for it, receive, receive, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the price that you paid right now for healing, for healing, for wholeness, in Jesus' name. Fire right now, touching them right now, touching them right now, touching them right now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, pain, I rebuke you. Get out. You're a violation of the way that they were made and designed and created by Father God. Get out right now. Pain, get out right now. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
In Jesus' name. Wholeness now. Healing now. Receive, 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 receive. Receive, receive. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes, yes, yes. In Jesus' name. If you would, just test out whatever you're, you're, you're dealing with. As you're moving, as you're testing, I believe something is going to happen. Something's changing. Momentum's coming. Arms are being healed. Elbows are being healed. Shoulders being healed. Backs being healed in Jesus' name. Ears being healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Test out, test out. If you can test out and you know, take a second to do that. Ribs to be healed in Jesus' name. We command those bones to come back together, to fuse back together stronger than before. God, as she's moving right now in Jesus' name, God, those ribs coming back together, pain getting out, inflammation getting out, tenderness getting out in Jesus' name. Bones coming back together in Jesus' name. Bones coming back together in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hips to be healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. I believe many of you are healed already. So, like Tyler was saying, if you have a shoulder issue, just move your shoulder. Bend your knee. Move your, move your leg. Do something that would have caused you pain before and, and do that. And just wanna, we want to give God some test, share some testimonies what God's done. Amen. So who knows you're healed already? I know some things you can't test out, but if you can test it out, go ahead and do it. This is how God does things, amen? This is how it works. So go ahead and try it out. Who here knows there's uh, something happened to your body? It's different now than when you came in. And not even Noah? Okay. What was going on with you? Pardon? What was going on with you? Allergies. You can breathe better now? Thank you, Jesus. That's awesome. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Who else? Just check it out. You have to go back to that field. Amen. Like he was talking about. Go back and check it. I know for sure there's more than one healing. I'm just telling you. I've never had a healing without more than one. Come on, Susie. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Who else? Now, I'm not asking you if it's 100% better right now. You don't have to wait to testify when it's 100% better. It'd be 30%, the full, first the kernel, you know, then the, then the head, then the full head in the, in the grain, in the whole. It's a process. Who's got like 30% better? You know you're some better than you were when you came in here. Who's that? Tom? Okay. Anybody else? You know you're some better than when you were, okay, amen, amen. Part, 50%, praise God. So guys, did God do that? Amen, yes, he did. So to me, God's not the God of 50%, but we still want to praise him for the 50%. So God, we thank you for what you did here tonight. But God is not the God of 50%. He is the God of more than enough. So, God, I just agree with all the prayers that my friend 
Tyler said. And I command all of those pains, aches, ailments to leave in Jesus' name. Bones be healed. I command Aaron's knee to be healed and his arm to be released so he can stretch it out all the way as a sign and a wonder for the glory of God, not to mock the doctor, but to shock the doctor and to show him the love of God, that God is still in the miracle business. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, again, if you can, move yourself, test it. We had a girl one day here. She was down the floor doing sit-ups. She was doing crunches because she had a broken pelvis. And God touched her, and she healed her, and she was down there doing crunches. Now, if you've got to do push-ups, crunches, I don't care what you do. We want to give God praise. Amen? We want to give God testimonies. So who else know God's touched you tonight? How's your knee, Aaron? Feels great? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So you can't bend it because there's screws in it? That was what you said, Tyler. Let's see your, how far can you go? That's your normal right there? Okay. Oh, it's moving already. Sweet. Let's see. Well, thank you, God. The mountains melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. And I command this arm to receive full mobility, full mobility in Jesus' name. Praise God. Not my name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Right now. Right now. All the way. All the way. Thank you, Lord. Loosen. Yeah. Loosen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Do you feel that, Aaron? It's not all the way, but it's getting closer, isn't it? Thank you, Jesus. I'd keep moving that. Watch what God does. Amen. Who else has a testimony? I mean, three-quarters of the church was standing up a minute ago that needed prayer. So I know there's, I know God didn't just pick a couple here. Amen. Who else? How do we overcome, guys? Yeah, not the word of my testimony, the word of your testimony. Right? We overcome with the blood of the Lamb and word of your testimony. So, who's got one? I'm doing this for you, not for me. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Praise God. All right, how many of you don't know? You, you know for sure that you were not healed then during the words of knowledge. Can you guys stand back up? You know for sure you were not healed. We don't want to come to you and lay hands on you and pray for you guys individually. So, if you know you were not healed, can you guys, can you just stand up? Thank you, Lord. I'm feeling like I'm struggling with math right now. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> there's a big discrepancy. Uh, so anyway. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Yeah. What's going on with you? You have ear? It's 
What's wrong with it? Partial deafness, okay. And that was the left ear. Tyler. Yeah. Word of knowledge. So, thank you, God. What's your first name? Joshua. Good name. Father, I bless Joshua. He's your son. I thank you that you gave him two ears. And you said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. So I just declare that over you, let him hear in Jesus' name. Ear, I command you to open. Be opened. Be opened in Jesus' name. plug one ear and just tell me if you can hear better. Can you tell the difference? Not yet. Well, let me tell you a testimony. I tell everybody a testimony too. We were praying for a girl in Uganda uh, a few years ago and this girl was born totally deaf and she had a shriveled arm and uh, her dad was a head Muslim over that region. And we prayed for her and God totally opened both of her ears from deafness to full hearing in a second. I mean, we have some pictures of her. She's really beautiful. She was like 12 years old. It was amazing. And so if God did that for her, I know he'll do it for you too because he, he doesn't love her more than you. He loves you just as much. Amen. So God, I thank you. Deaf and dumb spirit, I command you to loose Joshua right now in Jesus' name. Loose him now in Jesus' name. Hey. Be gone. that. Plug your ear again. Can you tell the difference? Still feels muffled? Okay. We're going to keep praying for you. You can have a seat. I don't want you to feel embarrassed. Uh, we're going to keep praying for you. Amen. Uh, deaf and dumb spirit doesn't just affect deafness and dumbness. So you know, when uh, the epileptic boy was having seizures in the Bible, what spirit did Jesus command it to leave? It was a deaf and dumb spirit. Uh, recently, we saw someone in our church who had, had seizures for I don't know how many years, 10 years, I think. And uh, he got delivered from that deaf and dumb spirit. He hasn't had a seizure since, and that was back in Thanksgiving, around Thanksgiving. He was having multiples. So they, sometimes he had 12, 15 in one day. He's had zero since then. Okay? So praise God. So I bless you, Joshua. Amen. Amen. We got any more testimonies tonight? I'm going to pray for these guys. Tyler's gone. He talked about low back and hip, and uh, when my low back flares up, it hurts into my right hip. But I can really feel a difference, and I felt a really hot all over <laughs> when he was praying. And I was just sitting here kind of moving it and stuff, so it feels much, much better. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. All right. Uh, any Plum Tree ministry team guys, if you guys can come up and help pray for some people that are standing and need prayer for healing. Healing is the children's bread. 
Let's call for the rain, guys. All right. Those that aren't getting prayer right now, those of you, let's call for the rain to touch those places. Thank you, Lord. The former and the latter rain. I thank you, God, that the latter rain will be greater. God, we ask you to pour out your spirit here tonight. You're not the God of healing one or two, God. That is not you. That is not you. And God, I ask you, Lord, and I ask you again and again and again to heal all, Lord, all. Heal all. Heal all. Acts 10.30, have God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and how he went around doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the enemy of the devil because God was with him. And Lord, I pray for that oppression to lift in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In healing to flow through everyone here that needs touched. Everyone here that needs encouragement. Everyone here that needs comfort or peace or joy. Everyone here that needs deliverance or healing. I seek restoration, God, of all things. Of all things in your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth just like heaven. Just like heaven. Oh God, just like heaven. still have pain in their hip right around here anyone in here still have pain in your hip well if you do be healed in Jesus name <laughs> thank you Lord
Um, I feel like I have a word of knowledge for um, sharp pain right here in the stomach and like ribs. So I don't know if that's anyone, but that's what I keep hearing. It sometimes comes and goes.
check. If you're still getting prayer, receive it. Um, I just want to say, right shoulder thing got healed back there. In Jesus' name, left ear. He said it's open. It feels like it's melting out his left ear. In Jesus' name, come on, somebody. Jesus, Jesus. If you still need prayer, we would love to pray for you. If you still need prayer, just wave your hand at us. If you've been, you still need prayer, okay. If anybody else, wave your hand at us. I don't want anybody to leave without somebody agreeing with you. Anybody else?
do, but she had back pain, and uh, then the pain was gone. I don't see where she is now. Thank you, Jesus. Ginger's ribs are feeling better. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, it's great. They feel good? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And Aaron, how is your leg and arm doing? Praise God. A lot more moving your arm, but your leg, is the pain still totally gone? Uh-huh. Feels really good. Thank you, Jesus.